Welcome to Angels Changing Tires. I'm your host, Yonatan Chanuchi. Welcome everyone for today's episode. And welcome the brother, the mighty, the warrior. The beautiful brother Harlem <laughs> Ra. Brother, so good to have you here today having this talk together. How are you today? Ooh. I am evolving. Yes, I am at a very pivotal point of my journey, brother, if I'll be honest. And um I um I've been kind of traveling all over the place in the last couple of three three odd weeks and so um, doing different things going different places and um, connecting with a few quite quite a few different people um, and there has been some personal things that that I've been traveling with quite recently that has, Uh, had an opportunity to be uh, identified and realized today on the way here only about 20 minutes ago <laughs> wow <laughs> so it's divine time <laughs> wow it is divine time yes wow. it sure is my brother wow it sounds amazing it sounds amazing yeah. maybe yeah. Mm, I would love to hear you about those recent events but maybe you can introduce yourself for the people who don't know you who haven't heard about you okay who, who, who are you who are you Ra? um I am a man on a mission I'm a human being on a beautiful mission here on earth to to experience the true potential of what it means to be a human being. And mm-hmm. to to connect with other beautiful humans who are on a path of experiencing the same sort of thing the similar sort of thing people who are stepping outside the comfort zone people who are courageous enough to express their true authenticity that's a such a superpower these days such a superpower and mm. I'm really really um, really enjoying the journey and also really trying trying not to be attached to trying not to be too attached to versions of myself uh, that I've become and and always moving into the knowing or allowing the knowing. That there's always work to do no matter how ascended you become in your consciousness Yo. <laughs> so true so true yeah. wow I yeah. really 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 enjoy that definition that you are you, man with a mission on understanding what it means to be a human being I mean what a fundamental question to to ask ourselves and to come so far humble to the understanding that actually I don't know what it means you know like sometimes we will not even get to that question in our life well, well what do you yeah. think like what what led you to 
to explore that that realm when is that question became really alive in your life that question um, became alive when I was experiencing uh, struggle when I was experiencing hardship when I was experiencing pain when I was experiencing fear and And all of these things that um that made me reflect on life and ask the questions is this how life is supposed to be in those dark times and really wanting to experience something different there was a there was a deep knowing within me um, that there was other ways of living there was other ways of being Wow. instead of always instead of always uh, stressed instead of always working instead of always uh, trying to make it to the next thing and to do the next thing and then um, all of that sort of stuff really led me to to a journey of self-discovery and to find other ways of living and other ways of being I knew there was I knew it was possible it's just that my environment and the way that I was didn't allow that a reality to exist at that time. Wow so yeah so so then that was the spark I guess for for diving deeper and and also um, also the journey in relationships and mm-hmm. how and and the things that were playing out for me and who I was expressing in myself as in these relationships uh, I, I it was it, it was beautiful because um, you know how you know how intimate relationships are my brother. Whether with that wait wait just hmm? to get it right like you mean like romantic relationships or yes kind of relationship? yes okay. yes yeah. so a romantic relationship with a person and mm. and how and how um, you especially as men um, that can be the only person that we we um, take our armor off for mm-hmm. that can be the only person we could be wearing our armor since childhood all the way up until we we journey with a woman or with a, with a whoever woman or a man depends on who you are. And, and you feel you feel safe enough to be vulnerable with this person and um, I found myself um, in the early stages of my relationships um, playing out uh, I recognized that I was playing out things and roles and, and acting in ways that I saw as I was a child within the relationship that my mother mm. and father had oh, and then yeah. and then yeah and with that came the the realization that And the dawning that um, that I am inheriting my environment and how powerful my environment played on who I was and who I thought it was and um, that played a part in in that journey of what does it mean to be a human being as well that that, that contributed to that journey of self-discovery because I was like especially when the Wahin is reflecting back to you like that shit ain't normal you need to go and get some counseling. <laughs> And that's the beauty of, of being in a relationship with a woman is, is she can reflect back to you. She can be that mirror to you when you need it. When, when, when you only trust that person and sometimes you only listen to one person and, and that yeah. was it for me. And from that point, that, that contributed to that journey as well. Wow. When, when was that? How long ago? Like, was it from early relationships or was it starting to build up only you know, later on in life? Mm, yeah when I started getting into a more a more more sort of maybe I was with a more mature woman um, who who was quite a strong woman um, and 
and that was the relationship that that really helped me uh, see that what I was and who I was um, wasn't necessarily serving us or myself positively. Mm. You want to mm. share some more about that? I think it's, I mean, I'm pretty curious. What, what was yeah. those points, you know, like what exactly happened? Um, so, because I grew up in quite a violent, um, uh, a violent, abusive um family mm. and and that violence that anger and that frustration came out in my relationships mm. um so that was what i was expressing in arguments and things like those i was like like a kid throwing his toy out of toys out of the cot and, and um and it was soon reflected that that wasn't healthy that wasn't a healthy way to deal with my anger that wasn't a healthy way to express my emotions and um and then so that was what uh, what what led to a deeper understanding that I didn't want to be that way. Mm. I didn't want to. I didn't want to make my the one that I loved uh, with my with my heart um, afraid. I didn't want to feel that way because after it, when you're in it, you're just in it, and it's just coming out of you. Hey, you know, it's mm. just it's just erupting. It's erupting, and it's just reaction, and it's just fierce, and it's energy. Yeah. And when you when you don't understand it, it can be quite dangerous. And so, um, and after it, after you've reacted, after you've exploded, after you've lost your center, you reflect. And I used to reflect, and I used to be like, "What was I up to? Mm-hmm. Why was I being that way? Why? Why?" And then you know, and then and then you see you see a reflection of the energy that you projected in the face of the of your loved one. Wow. And 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 you're like, man, I don't want you to feel that way. Like I, I don't, you know that that's not that's not nice. I wouldn't like to feel that way. Mm. And so I, that's those were some of the realizations I started having around. I didn't want to carry that anymore. And and yeah. I, I I came to the conscious um, understanding that it was something that I had seen and adopted because it was mm. normal. Yeah, I told yeah. her it was normal. It was normal to me in our childhood and our and our home and our whare and the way that our family communicated with each other. So that was just how I was communicating with her in that way. Um, oh. but when she said that that when she said that wasn't normal, I was like, I asked myself, wow, is that actually not normal? And that was yeah, that was when I started the journey as well. Mm. Yeah. How old were you then? How old were you now? I was about twenty. Four, mm-hmm. 24, 25, 24. Yeah, brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because you said, you know, that that anger came to you because that was something that you were, you know, that's something you literally absorbed at home. That's what you saw. And I'm, mm. I'm kind of curious to ask you, did it not came out before that with friends? Like, was it something that came out just through like that first let's say deep intimate romantic relationship or did it came out before but only now there was something that allowed you to reflect about yes yes that's right then only now there was a person who i trusted Uh enough to 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 relay back to me what i was doing only now after after 23 or 24 years did i um was i in a position i probably developed enough at that time as well like through maturity yeah, and yeah. getting older and being able to perceive um life in a different way mm. but um only that point was i able to actually hear back to me 
um, things that I was expressing and doing and they weren't healthy because before that, that was all just normal. Mm. And no one, no one could penetrate my, my mind in a way where I could actually listen. You know, yeah, a lot of, uh, probably a lot of men can relate. There's only certain few people who will actually take advice from or who will actually listen to. Yeah. Wow, that's really amazing. I mean, yeah. I think what's really amazing here is that there was a shift. In to me, from what I'm perceiving based on what you're saying, instead of, you know, pushing it back and saying, oh, the person said something that I don't like and it's their problem, there was a first time a certain shift that say, oh, it's my responsibility. Mm -hmm. I did something wrong. Mm -hmm. There is nothing. It's not about the person. It's I did something mm -hmm. wrong. I created something within myself and within the other person because that anger, you know, that fire, in the end, you were consuming, it was consuming you. You were feeling that heat. Mm. And, yeah. and I mm. think a certain desire to listen, which I, I feel like that's a point, you know, like that's a point. Can you put the finger on, or maybe it was just because you were feeling safe with that woman, but regardless mm. of that, was there any other change that made you, you know, take the response that you see from the outside and, and take responsibility on it instead of pushing it away? Was there any other process that you were doing? Um, I noticed the, the cycle happening. Uh -huh. I, no I noticed there was a cycle happening. I noticed that it, it, wow. it was happening too, too often and in different relationships. I noticed it was happening in multiple relationships. Yeah. That it, it couldn't be the other person. I noticed that there was there were cycles that were happening and that had happened previous because I'd been in a few relationships previous to that and, and and there was the same thing that was playing out in this relationship that was a contributing factor as well was mm -hmm. uh, witnessing and um, and uh, becoming aware of the cycle that was coming out that was wow. another point that I was like yes brother mm. I, I, wow it really reminds me of something that um, I heard from one of my spiritual teachers that he's saying that everything everything in nature everything in the cosmos goes in a in a cyclical movement you know like the earth spins once it's a day the moon circles the earth is a month the earth go around the sun it's a year and so on like everything is cyclical in its nature you know we mm. eat then we we bring it back to the ground and we eat it all the processes are cyclical mm. and that's the same way that's how our karma works basically like our actions like we let yeah. our past become our future like when we go on on a circle we we basically saying that we're going nowhere right like we're just repeating mm -hmm. and repeating it maybe the scenes yeah. are changing and we are older yeah. and the people are different yeah. but basically we're still in yeah. this circle and he's yes. saying that starting a spiritual process means first that you understand that you are in the circle, you know, like the past yes. will become your future. And you That's decide instead of, yeah. And instead of going on a circle, you decide that you want to go on a straight line. You know, you don't mm -hmm. want to repeat, you don't want to make your past your future. And that's the only way you can actually have a future by recognizing mm -hmm. that we are on that wheel. And, and that, you know, after realizing that just responding instead of reacting and changing that, so that's a really beautiful process that you just described that really remind me of that story. Wow. Yeah. That's
way of describing it too, Bella. Mm. That's a beautiful way of describing it. Beautiful. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Wow, amazing. And how, how is it now for you around relationships? Are you, are you currently in a relationship with someone, relating with someone closely? Um, no. Currently, I am um, on my own flow at the moment. And um, I'm at a stage of this, this journey where there's still parts of uh, my childhood that are um, playing out in relationships. And mm. I'm, I've, taken, I've taken this time for myself to, uh, to, to dive into the root and core of some of these, uh, these things that uh, I've been carrying for a long time. And I, I'm I'm happy to to actually dive into um into one of the things that I fully come into realization just today, brother. If you mm-hmm. that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um so um so a big thing that that has played out in my relationships has been this um this this feeling of jealousy this mm-hmm. feeling of um you know i'm sure a lot of time can relate but um or people in general but but i've i've just been like because you because the the on the track of self-responsibility you go down the more you really that these outside um experiences um are really triggering uh, and reflecting back to you parts of ourselves. Uh, yeah. And um, there's, yeah, there was um, parts of me that was just so dense when it came to uh, jealousy and when it came to insecurity. Mm-hmm. And so on my way, I've actually had a beautiful midi-midi with a beautiful, powerful woman her name is Anina, and she's just such a ray of sunshine. <laughs> and she invites she she's just so beautiful, brother. She invited me wow. um, over to her fare today, and um, and we I lay on the table and we sat down, and she shared some amazing, really empowering kōrero with me. She got her um, elbows into my puku, into my stomach, mm-hmm. which is um, which she's made very clear is the emotional centers for myself because um another thing along my journey has been about has been about crying and struggling struggling to cry brother wow how many of us men can relate how many of us and and women as well but i think yes men is is more on the collective as well yeah Mm. wow Um, yes so she, I told her the story about how, how I've had experiences where I felt the emotion in my stomach. It's sitting there, and I, I know I need to cry. I need to release it, but I'm struggling to cry. I don't know how to cry. So she said, come lie on the table, and, and we'll work with your emotional centers in your stomach. And so she got her elbows in there uh, today and really, really worked there, stirred up the emotional center in my stomach. And... Um, and and on my way uh, back out to Turangi, which is where I am now from uh, Palmerston North, 
I had the most beautiful emotional releases. Wow. Yes. Yes, yes. I did, brother. I've just been like tears have just been flowing from my mm. eyes all the way from pretty much nearly all the way from Palmerston North up to here in Tuhani. And um, she wow. shared some, uh, she uh, shared some really beautiful, powerful, empowering, self-empowering, quoted all that she, she's so in tune with her intuition um, that she was channeling through for me. And um, a big revelation that I've had around that jealousy journey, whatever you want to call it, it's an energy that's yuck and it's in the puku. Um, and it came, came through again on, on the journey as I was on my way here to Turangi today. And instead of pushing it away, instead of uh, running from it, I sat with it. I, I dug my fingers into my stomach and I put it right on the button where this yucky emotional energy was coming from. And I said out loud to myself as I was driving, I was like, what is the root of this? Where is this coming from? Where is this coming from? I was, I was really affirming out loud um, I wanted, I wanted it to be shown to me. Um, and I asking myself questions, is it from my mother? And then I would feel, and it would be, it was kind of a slight no. And then, there, and then I'd ask, is it my father? And then I felt my energy, the yes was leaning more towards my father. Wow. And, and, and I was like, but I, you know, I, I can't remember my father. Like, I can't remember how that would play out. And then all of a sudden, the remembering of when my father um, he's, he, 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 um, he, he saw another woman while he was with my mother. Mm-hmm. He was, he was with another woman while he was with my mother yeah. and, and her hurt from that connection, from that experience, that hurt that came with him being with another woman and then them splitting up and breaking up over that. I remember when we were only kids, we were about seven or eight. And she really projected a lot of that hurt, a lot of that mamai, that pain that she was feeling from that, from that, uh, inter- from that experience that she had with my father. And with and that was on you guys, on, on yes, your, on, your on us as kids, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I remember just feeling this deep sense of like uh, understanding and revelation on where the origin of this mamai of around around insecurity because she yeah i remember just just you know lots of very just yeah mamai lots of trauma and stuff um, mm-hmm. as we were kids around this stuff and 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 that was the that that's what i feel in this moment was the origin of this of this um this insecurity this this betrayal it, it felt like betrayal and and that was that's that's the one that i had on the way here brother and I released and I cried and I said that I don't need to carry that anymore. Um, and I released it and um, did a few breaths and then I made it here and now I'm sitting in the sun and I feel just so light. Wow. Yes, Mark. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's, a big, it's a big thing, you know? Like, it's, yeah. um, I really, well, first, thank you for sharing that. That's very vulnerable. And I'm Thank sure you. that a lot of people can take a lot from from the way you handled that because the way I'm seeing what you're sharing with me, I really liked how you worked 
on that feeling that you had on all the levels you know you felt yeah. something in your energy body which was the feeling you know mm -hmm. that yucky thing that you mm -hmm. just described doesn't matter yeah. you don't need to name it jealousy hate what doesn't mm -hmm. matter I guess. But, yeah you know you felt that energy and then you yeah. take your fingers and you press them against that area in your body so you work with yes. the energy body and you work with yeah. the physical body mm -hmm. you literally put your hands there Yeah. And you walk with your mental body you start to mm. ask that you know it, the thing is it sounds so obvious and simple but how many times mm. we just don't do that we, yes. we numb ourselves with a TV show a spliff mm. yeah uh, an alcohol whatever which mm. by the way I think there is space for that as well you know if we don't know how to handle with no one is doing something on purpose something destructive if that's the only tools we have on how to handle pain, That's what we have. You know, it's not mm -hmm. to say this is wrong or this is right. It's just, it takes a certain um, attunement to self, I think, to to come to that really detailed stages. You, It's like you took all of yourself and yeah. use it as a mission. Like not, now I'm going to understand what is that and I'm going to dive there yeah. and, and let it go. Yeah. Know? And it's beautiful, yeah. you know, really uh, inspiring, I reckon. Yeah. Mm. Thank you, my brother. Yeah. Thank you for um, receiving that. And to everybody who's listening as well, thank you for receiving that. Mm. Uh, I feel, feel very, yeah. very light. But I also feel like um, I'd like to um, put my whole body in the natural source of water as well. So I'm probably going to do that after this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Connect yeah. with nature. Wow, exactly. And you have a strong connection with nature as well. You have a strong <laughs> yes. connection. Yes. With nature. I remember Spoiler. that. I'm, I'm going to tell a personal story on pretty much how we met each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah brother. <laughs> so me and the brother, we met um, a bit more than two years ago at Lunasa, the festival. Mm. And he was just a, a fucking sunshine, you know, like... <laughs> We were just me and there was my ex-partner at the time. We were there with a bunch of other friends. And the brother just came to all of us and he was just asking, guys, do you want some food? Do you want something to eat? You know, do you, do you want something to drink? Just constantly feeding us and coming with so much, so much light and gave so much. That, that was so, so beautiful. And. And we became like a little family, you know, like he, he joined us to the camp and, uh, and we were playing music and having like conversations and crying and laughing and many things yeah. that were for all of us at that time. Yeah, yeah. I really remember a huge cry that I had there. Yes. And you bro. hugged me so, yeah, you embraced bro. me so, you were yeah. so, that was so amazing, really, really amazing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, after that, we traveled together in our vans for, I think, about a week or two together. All of the group, all of the group of people. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and you told us, hey, guys, uh, tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> I'm going to go to nature for two months or three months on my own. No water, no food. And that's it. So it's our last night. And... <laughs> yeah we, that's <laughs> right yeah, yeah and i remember we were like wow really like you're gonna go on your own to nature for two months or whatever time you it was five i think weeks, it was at least yeah. two five weeks it was five, five weeks, weeks yeah five weeks yeah no food 
no water, you know? Mm. And you were like, yeah, I'm trusting, you know, it's going to happen. And I need to do that. And I, I, yes. I, I, I feel, yeah. I, I remember myself being just like stoked, you know, like how, mm. like this man, his connection to nature, it's just something so embedded within you. So maybe you want to share actually about that journey or in general, like about your, you know, your relationship with nature. Was it always like that? Mm. Um, yeah, first of all, I'd like to just say, man, I loved that journey that we had at Lunasa, my brother. That was so beautiful. And um, don't forget big. that. Don't don't forget the the playing of the snail shell too. Remember that of the what of the what <laughs> the snail shell. Remember you yeah, played the yeah, yeah, the power. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Those of you who don't know, I eat vegan, and the brother came with the power, and I was like, yes, that's oh, right. I'm not yeah. sure if I want to. Yeah, eat that. yeah. But I just the Trust way the he was serving it, yeah, and the way he was sharing how you were sharing. How you were catching the power and the amount of ceremony you did with that made me feel so comfortable and take a big exception and and to have that you know and, and it was to be honest was absolutely delicious like yeah delicious yeah thank you yeah bro. yeah brother that was another yeah. inspire well we have lots more to talk about but that's another inspiring thing the relationship yeah. with nature and food you know like how mm. but yeah started Maybe, yeah, share about nature and then... Okay. So, um, yeah, so my relationship with nature began when I was, when I was just a very young fella. And um, I was privileged to have a grandfather who was, who, who was already deeply connected to nature. He grew up in nature. Um, he grew up on a, on a Marae-style uh, in a Marae-style village settlement sort of place with a small community that had no power. Um, and they really they really lived off the land. They were all uh, self-sustainable in that way. So he, he was the one who, who introduced me to nature from a young age, and he would take me out and possum. He was a possum trapper, so we would go out and we would trap possums and he would, would go walking through the bush and, he was he was he was um, also very old school. So there was no GPS trackers. There was mm -hmm. no uh, you know no technology. He never used technology to navigate his way through the Ngāhere, through the bush. And so that was the example that I saw growing up on how to the the level of connection that you can have with the the forest. And, and nature in that way you don't he, you don't need technology in order to find your way around in the place you just need to have a, a really strong um, presence and observation and be able to read the different uh, contours to read the different plants the different trees and um, yeah so I saw all of that sort of stuff and that was the that was the, the foundation for my connection to nature and we he would always go gathering his own food and provide it for our whanau, hunting pork venison um, go to the beach and gather powers and kinners and so we lived off some really beautiful prime that, that's wild. throughout all your childhood that's the food that you were eating well there was just that was that was the main sort of source but there was other kai that was there as well Wow, there was other kind. Yeah, incredible, so, you know? but yeah, we we had freezers that were full of meat, full of uh, 
wild food. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's Yeah. like, We were... you know, it's like those stories, you know, of tribes, Yeah. uh, with all tribes, you know, like your the men go hunting and the <laughs> yeah. women Yeah. <laughs> taking care Yeah. of the kids and, you know, like, wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. We were blessed. We were blessed in that way. Wait, wait, so the place you were living, were you growing up in like really around nature or where did you live? Where did No, you no, live? we like so because my I I grew up in just like normal houses and stuff and because I grew up with my mum and and her on oh, my father at the beginning but then then she had partners after that and so I grew up in uh, in uh, in many different houses but he would he would take me away and then we'd go out into nature and spend like a journey a, a hunting trip for him or something wasn't uh, wasn't going out for a day and then coming back it was going out for a week. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Wow. it was going out taking the taking a canvas or something no tents it was just taking a canvas a polythene going out and then trekking into the bush setting up a camp building a camp out of materials that we find in the forest and then um, parking up next to a stream so that we've got water taking no water never used to take water in any bottles or anything and then um, and then we'd stay in there and we'd go hunting for a couple of days and then we'd come out This is crazy. yeah yeah so that was the that was the kind of relationship that i So saw how that how old were you when you started to do those journeys with your grandpa? oh man i was like probably probably young i was probably only like seven Wow. five six. yeah we, we had a, i had another cousin who was only five and we walked a whole day into the forest and we went and camped in, by the river at this one point for for about a week and And came back out, and he was five years old. <laughs> And you kept yeah, doing it like throughout your child, throughout growing up, all yep, every kept. few weeks, like going and doing that, or Yeah, pretty much. If there there was always there was always um, some kind of kai gathering mission going on, we were, we were catching eels and uh, hinaki, or or um, uh, spearing them, or or we were going and getting turkeys, uh, we were getting uh, venison, deer. hmm. Or pork, wild pork, and powers, seafood. Yeah, he he was a man of of all the different realms. Mm. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And so as I journeyed and as I grew, um, and I, you know, I got into my teenage years and and all that, that journey of you know, you go drinking with your mates and you start partying and you're a young man and you're looking for wahine and all that sort of stuff. Um. Even though I was immersed, fully immersed in a in a uh, city sort of town environment, there was always that deep knowing that that the world that I was living in wasn't the real world. The I had a through the upbringing um, and through being out in nature so often and listening to all of his stories throughout that journey of childhood Yeah. as well. So, so many stories. I had a, I, I was like, yeah, I had a, a, a beautiful understanding that, that the world that, that, that we see around us in terms of cities and towns and that has, is a fabricated uh, world that we've uh, created on top of the real world, which was nature. And
it was a real lifesaver because I didn't fully get invested and get swept away in all the parties and all the drinking and all the drugs and all those other sort of things because there was a the inner child in me had, had already been out into nature and knew that that was the real world that was here before all of these cities. It was here before man uh, inhabited this planet. You know, it was just a, the or wow. the original Earth in its most pure form, and and then as I yeah, then I was just that helps that really helped. Yes, brother. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I think that a big, huge part of probably well, we're gonna talk more for people to understand what you're doing in the world for those who don't know what you're doing in the world and all the projects that you're doing and touching and they are just amazing. I think, yeah, you know, like all those questions that you ask yourself or this strength to to bring it out, like to break that illusion maybe that we created of what we think is important or not. Mm. Like probably that relationship that you had to nature was contributing so much for you to have yes. that anchor, eh? Yes, absolutely, brother. Wow. Mm. How, how, I mean... How was it? How did you do those dual life in a way? You know, because you go out with your grandpa in nature, you 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 live an experience which is completely off the land. You're so connected to, you know, the root of what it means to be a, an animal in this planet. You know, really connected the water, the 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 sun. The, I'm I'm sure that your understanding of nature and how to read animals and. And the plants and everything is is another level of what most of us probably experience. And then, you know, you come back from that and you come back to the, I was about to say the real world, but that's not the real world. Maybe that's the <laughs> fake world, you know, like that we Fabricated, yeah. Exactly, the fabric. Yeah. Fabricated And, world. you know, then you have your friends and yeah. technology yes. and TV yeah. and, yeah. as you said, the drinking... How how did you manage to close that gap? If you even managed to close that gap, or how was how could you do that? How did you how did you operate with that? Yeah, how did I navigate that? Navigate um, that, yeah. Yeah. Uh I guess I just allowed because at that you know growing up, uh, my level of of awareness around the world and everything, it was I was still in, very much in a learning stage. And so it was, I was just going through all of these different experiences and I was open to experiencing so many different things. And the way that I was um, understanding my world was with what felt good and what didn't feel good. And so um, I knew that being in nature felt good to me. Mm. And there were some experiences in the city life that didn't feel good to me. And so throughout my lifetime, just learning uh, this, because everything is an internal corridor, it's an internal communication with our external environment. And so throughout this journey of experience, and because I went over to Australia as well, and I worked in kitchens, brother, so those are some pretty stressful yeah. environments as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, so that And that was a powerful learning experience. Um, and so throughout all of these experiences because you know how the universe works in a way where to 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 understand something or to 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 realize what something is it has to experience what it's not 
to to fully understand. Amen to um, that. The, so you know what I mean, eh, brother? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm, I mean? Yeah. I have an example for that. I, oh, I yes. Really Can you see? share? Yeah. Because yeah, I'm trying yeah. to think of one. Yeah. I mean, it's like a pendulum, you know? Yeah. Mm. You have the pendulum. Like, I, you, you start to throw it from one side, and then it goes all the way to the other side. Yeah. And then slowly, 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 you find the sweet spot. Mm. It's like, for example, if, if for you is really hard to, let's go to relationships. Let's say for you, it's mm. really hard to express yourself or your pain mm. or your yeah. desires or your boundaries, you know? Yeah. And you just don't express, don't express, don't say anything. So you are on one edge on dependence. Yes. Yes. So yes. I think in order <laughs> to find the sweet spot, which means to express it in a way that is not uh, demanding or not blaming and very yeah. calm and very holding yourself with with peacefulness and love through the other person you probably have to go through screaming and blaming it's better than not saying anything you know because you don't know you don't know how to speak so the journey would be to start to speak and probably life is going to throw you to you know like being very vicious in the way that you express yourself until you will learn how to slowly, slowly make it softer and softer and softer until you find that sweet spot. Yeah, that's 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 perfect, Bella. That's exactly that's perfect. That relates to what I was talking about mm. um, as well, and that that relates to the whole human experience, I reckon. Hey, and many different, many different examples, many different true. experiences. True, um, true. Yeah. So that that that's pretty much. Um, yeah, what I can uh, share about how uh, the that that's that 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 connection to nature stayed alive as I was in my teenage years and going through all of those things mm. um, in the city because I I was I was I was constantly going back out to nature anyway and going doing gathering kai and um, spearfishing and, and I just continued to to um, grow that skill set. Yes. Yeah. Yes, brother. Yeah, I, I really like. Dancing. I really like. There is a certain simplicity in your way to engage with um, understanding who you are, or understand the human experience, or uh, spiritual process, whatever you want to call it. To me, is a certain self-discovery. But everyone uses their own terminology, and that God, that's all, just different me names for the same thing to me. Yeah. Yeah. There is a certain simplicity. Like you said That's... earlier, how do you know? I ask you, how do you navigate between you know that true, authentic connection that you feel when you have in nature compared to coming back to you know this makeup world that we're living in? Mm. Um, and you, your answer was so simple: whatever feels good, yeah, feels good, and whatever doesn't feel good doesn't feel good. You know, like you just mm. as simple. When something and I think we should all remember that you know because so many so many of of us who start that journey, you know, we all know that that we can be surrounded with people and they talk up with us about angels and they channel in this and channel in that and the fifth dimension and the third dimension and things feels mm -hmm. like it's so complicated. Yet I think if you narrow it down to the core, it's what you just said. It's a it's an inner core is an inner a, yeah. listening is an yes. inner ability to to understand the subtlety of you know those small voices or something that feels mm. good or something that feels 
not so right. I don't want to yes. use good or bad because I guess yeah, it's, all, yeah. it's like that's yeah. what you started your sharing with, you know, like you said, it was not bad. I just felt something in my belly. Yes. So I, I decided to address that. So yeah. it's just as simple. Like, you know, mm. when something is pleasant, let's follow that. If something is not mm. pleasant, let's understand what is there yes. and just keep that, that keep that inner listening to ourself and I, I feel like I feel like that uh, that's a very important part of this journey eh brother like is is building uh, is strengthening uh, our internal communication mm. and, and and really and really fine-tuning when uh, the different aspects of ourselves are, uh, are wanting to lead. Or are wanting to speak to us, are wanting to uh, communicate, are wanting to express. There's many different aspects that create us as human beings. And I guess the first part of the journey was about understanding that, was about coming to the realization oh, I'm not just this body, and my name isn't just Harlem. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's so strongly identified with the body, and yeah, that's yeah. all that is. That's like the, that's that's like I guess that's the kind of beginning stage that that I experienced was just like thinking I am just the body and yeah. and that and then I, I am this person that's who I am Harlem Ratapu um, because with with that with that kind of um, reality with that kind of attachment with that kind of existence you you can become very very um, possessive of life very possessive of material things, very possessive of the physical reality. Mm-hmm. And with possessiveness, what's the opposite of possessiveness? What's the polarity of possessiveness is like, is like complete depression is complete destruction. So if, if whatever you are possessing and attaching so much of your worth, so much of your attention, so much of your energy into is taken away, that's your mm. power. You gave you, you just give that power away. Yeah, and yeah. so now when when that thing that you possess so much has been taken or has been destroyed, has been stolen, has been lost, whatever happened, you are now left in a complete deficit from this from all of this energy that you and this this value that you placed on these physical things. And I feel like that's that's almost a a, a uh, uh, a place that um, a lot of people experience, and that attachment to their body and attachment to life, mm-hmm. and and it's and it's not until you have uh, experienced um, the detachment from from uh, from your physical reality, from your physicality, from your body. Not until you may have experienced like uh, out of body experiences or energetic experiences where um, you have these deep epiphanies and realizations that, oh, I'm not only just the body, I am consciousness or spirit that inhabits the Amen. body as well. Amen. Yeah, and then, wow. and, then, and then that old paradigm, that old dimension, that old reality just, can, just crumbles. And that's a really, because that, with, with that attachment to the body comes complete fear of death. Yes. And when you're living, when you're living in attachment, you are living in fear as well. And and a life filled with fear is not a fun life. It's not. It's not a fun one. So, it's like that. That's a beautiful. Uh, that was a beautiful transition that I went through. Was uh, coming to a, a deeper knowing that I wasn't just the body. Yeah. And 
yeah, I just would like, I just wanted to share that. Oh, that's a lot of wisdom what you just shared. You spoke about <laughs> many things. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like I want to dive maybe deeper into each one to just make, you know, for people who never experienced something that is outside yeah, of the physical that's body. that's right. Too. Yeah. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll say something I think about it and let's let's see how where we're going to go from there. I think, I first of all, I really agree with everything you just shared. Really agree yeah. with you. And I think that prior to, as you said that, you know, that suffering comes from identifying with something that we are not, identifying with something that is way more limiting than who you are. Yeah. yeah. I think to even come to the understanding that you identify something that you are not means that you are acknowledging something it, you know you're just acknowledging the sentence i don't know you can live peacefully with i don't know yeah you know because yeah. coming from i'm identified with the body let's say it's conscious yeah. or unconscious and then moving ah i'm the mind another conclusion maybe it's yeah, not yeah, right yeah. as well that's again yeah. going to create that circle yeah. coming to okay i'm the energy again yeah, yeah. You, you don't know the, the truth is that we don't know <laughs> you know mm. so we can say we are the soul or we are god or we are love mm. we are yeah think that the more we're gonna jump and identify with something the mm. more again we create a certain attachment because once i'm saying mm. i am love for example the moment i feel mm. anger which will happen because you are a human being mm. then there's gonna be a huge clash in your existence because mm. i'm love mm. how can i feel anger? Mm. what happened here how is it you know like again it's another swirl of another identification that is not necessarily mm. you yeah so i think as long as we are not coming into terms of what is us i am blank that is not as clear as the sun rising in the morning I think the only actually way to understand or to experience what is us is to say, I don't know. I don't know. And that's a very uncomfortable place to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a place that if you learn to enjoy that, that brings a lot of curiosity. Yeah. If you acknowledge you don't know, you will constantly look with so much attention like a baby. How a baby sees the world, you know, like it's like everything is so new, everything is so amazing because they don't know. They acknowledge it, I don't know, actually. Mm. Yeah, um, you know what? Uh, there's a beautiful feeling that, that arrives for me when, when I feel into the statement that I am happening. Wow, yeah. I am happening. Exactly. I'm just happening. Yeah, I'm just happening right now. I'm happening. Wow. It's I beautiful. Like it's too. beautiful. Yeah. And that's your truth, you know? Like, that's your truth. If you feel that, you know, time time will tell you if it's something that's going to promote you or if it's, or if it's something that's going to, you know, it's going to be another form of attachment. That's just another time use. will tell you. Yeah. Mm, Yet, just that inner attunement and that you come into something that is resonating for you it's not because someone told yeah. you it's not because something yeah. came from you yeah. Yeah. i think that's a huge progress in that way because you start to detach yourself from all the 
whatever beliefs, religion, society, what tells you what's right, what's not, like you're coming into a certain space of, of inner wisdom, you know? Yes, bro. And what do you think? What, what can you share with those of us that listening that, you know, okay, I'll start by saying, I think I really agree with you. I think that until someone doesn't, it's not reading about that until someone doesn't experience itself yeah yeah yeah, yeah. beyond the body or beyond yeah, the mind yeah. or something that leaves yeah. you with the what the fuck kind of reaction yeah yeah it's hard to yeah to go on that journey yeah I, at the same time based on people that i'm speaking with, almost everyone had an experience like that even people mm. who are not at all interested or thinking about that or feeling mm. into that or tried to have that or practicing most of us had one way or another a certain experience like that i think a really mm-hmm. common one is through dreams yeah that's I mean, many of exactly. us had, yeah. you know like many of us had dreams that we speak with uh, an old friend we haven't mm. met for years and then wake up in the morning see a message from them or see something that's relating mm. to that mm. or i think most of us had something like that yeah um yeah well what can you share about that maybe you can share about your experience first time when it happened to you yeah. if you want or how Absolutely, do you people can tap into that or what what do you do with that well that's uh, you hit the nail on the on the head for me because the dream state was the was the um gateway was the portal for me to understand that i wasn't just the body and so i um I started to have lucid dreams. I started to um, really uh, bring bring awareness and, and priority. I started to bring more priority to looking at my dreams, to remembering my dreams, to practicing uh, lucidity in my dreams, to practice becoming conscious in my dreams. And because um, I remember doing it when I was a young kid and and for some reason it, it came back into my life around the 20s 20 something and um i would have these experiences in my dream state where i was completely conscious i figured out how to become conscious through uh through certain ways um and then in the by being conscious in the dream state i was no, I wasn't my body. I was sometimes I was a different person. Sometimes I'd find I would find a reflection in a glass building. I remember these cl- very clearly. I would walk, I would see a glass building. I'd look in the reflection in the glass building, and I would see a totally different person staring back at me. Wow. Yes, and one time it was a woman. One time wow. it was a woman. Yeah, because I, I would consciously, I'll be okay. I'm in a dream. I'm in a dream state. I'm, 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 I'm in my dream in the astral realm, and then, and then I would look for this, this mirror or this other thing, and, and I'd look at myself, and I just remember looking at myself in the mirror in this dream state, thing, being so amazed. I was like, wow, who was, who is this person? And then, so um, there's been many occasions where I've looked in the mirror, and I was a um, almost like a Olmec. Or like a a sort of look like a Polynesian slash Filipino person with a massive medallion on my chest, um, an ancient like uh, talisman thing, um, and so just journeying in these into this dream realm, 
really coming back from those spaces because there's many, many different layers to the astral planes. There's, there's your deep, it's an opportunity to go into your deep subconscious mind as well and have your, the things that lie dormant in your subconscious reflected back to you visually and you can actually sit there and look at them manifested in front of you your darkest fears manifested in front of you and what feels like a real life experience and it, and it, kind, it kind of is it's a real life experience because you are literally there in that time conscious and aware of everything that's going on and so I would go into these dream spaces and I would have these wānanga, I would be learning about energy, I'd be learning about the way that my intention and my focus shifts and shapes my reality in the dream space. And then I would come back into this realm and this reality and I would have these deeper uh, revelations from my dream space on how this dream world is working and how my... And how my intention is, is manifesting and, and shaping and creating my physical reality. Because my, my version of reality started to become twisted and melted. And being in the dream space in the astral plane for so, for so long, both realities were, were there was no real difference. It wasn't a dream anymore. It was a place that I would go to in a version of myself that I was. And so... The only difference between the the um, the spirit plane or the dream where the, the astral plane was that you could man you can manifest things instantly. You look at a fence. I remember looking at a fence and then saying three, two, one. There's birds, and then boom, uh, there would be birds that would be sitting on the fence. And so coming back into this physical reality, that things aren't necessarily instant like in the dream realm, but the same rules apply. The same. The same, um, the same sort of uh, ingredients or the same method applies to manifesting in, into physical reality than it, that it does in the dream realm. You still utilize your intention, your focus, mm -hmm. and your energy to create things in this in this physical reality. So it was like, yeah, going into the dream realm, and and that was that was the that was the separation from uh, one of the one of the the journeys of of. Uh, a deep knowing, a deep unwavering knowing that I wasn't only just this physical body because I was leaving it during the night. Wow. Yes, brother. I like how you interpret that, you know. You said it's the whatever happens in the dream is what happens in um you know, in, in reality, just not that instant, but it's the mm -hmm. same it's the same principle. Same principle, same method, same energies that we utilize. Wow. Yeah. That's but in tough. the dream space, in the dream space, everything is so much more intense. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's so much more intense. It's, yeah, it's, it's so instant. It's a beautiful way to, to, to really identify the subtle energies that, are, uh, that we have access to in this physical realm with the physical body, but uh, can be hidden and by a lot of, um, you know, the things that we've picked up along the journey as a human. A lot of the traumas, a lot of the other things that can sometimes suppress us. Also, lots of distractions in the world that that pull your attention outward, um, which which don't make it very easy to what to experience and to to identify these real subtle energies that exist that actually play a big part in creating our reality. Maybe give us an example. Um. So. Hmm. 
so the so the the biggest the biggest things that help with um, manifesting or creating whatever it is you choose to experience in life is focus is focus and is intention intention is the foundation for uh, whatever you wish to choose to create so becoming very but intention can be a very subtle it's like a subtle breeze that blows in the air it's just a mm. slow slight um, breeze at the start until you begin to strengthen your connection with that intention and then so at the at the core of it that's at the base of it is our intention and and if you can manage to to identify and 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 direct where that intention is that you wish to wish to flow in and you utilize your focus you channel that with your intention if you can imagine like a uh, i'm just going to use a laser beam as an example your intention is a, a beautiful blue color and that's spiraling out into a direction you've also got your focus which is a beautiful yellow color and that's weaving in with the blue and they're combining together and they're making a beautiful uh uh, laser beam heading in whatever direction and then you've got your focus which is which is weaving in as well which might be red red yellow and blue all just twisting and turning and there's a part of you there's an aspect that is you that has the ability to direct that that beautiful laser beam of magic and wherever you choose to point that to point that beautiful laser beam of creation is whatever you will experience in your in your um, in your physical reality. Wow. Yeah. And guys, everyone who hear that, it's coming from a man who did incredible things with his intention. Let me tell you that. Yeah, true. And which we're going to speak about really really soon. And um wow, it's like a recipe. I mean, to me it's a recipe. It's Yeah. Uh, you know? Mm. So you said intention, focus, and what else? What was the third thing? Focus, um, attention. Attention, yeah. Attention, focus. So I, I think focus, energy, and attention really weave in together with intention. Mm. And if you, if you can craft, if you can focus all three, if you can direct all three into a single point, then you can literally create and you can create whatever you choose to, whatever you desire to experience. Wow. Yes. Yeah, and how do you, it. how do you, how was your journey to find that desire? Because I think for so many of us, it's hard to know what we actually want. Yeah. Specifically, you know, like really specifically know what we want. Mm. I how guess for you, this journey. The journey of, um, of finding my my highest calling or my purpose, um, really, really came through a beautiful series of events, and I remember because because my purpose and and what creating space is and the template for creating space is an accumulation of all the skills and all the things that I've learned up until the point where the template was born. Right. And I remember sitting there and, and, and having those, these, these revelations on like, why am I here? You know, asking myself these questions. Why am I here? What am I doing here? Uh, where am I going? Um, and then I just had these beautiful moments where I realized 
why don't I create, well, first off, first of all, I had to identify what my privilege was. What was my unique privilege that I was given here on earth as this form and in this human being? And my privilege was my connection to nature. I was privileged, really, really privileged to have that connection. And I understood that was a privilege by observing my environment. I understood that was a privilege by observing society and observing the way that the world was working and observing how people had lost their connection to this original world, to the real world. And they were so deeply invested in this fabricated world that they'd forgotten that the real world was nature. They'd forgotten that that was the real world and that that was where us as human beings, as biological creations, as biological beings of flesh and bone and blood and, and beautifulness, this is where we resonate at, at our best, at our, at, our, at our most highest point of frequency and well-being is found in a natural environment. And so I was like, wow, that's my privilege. So that's my gift that I can give to this world is, is, a, is an introduction or, or a deeper understanding around the health benefits and the things that you can attain within your own life that can help you if you simply just connect with nature. Simple as. Mm. And, um, and then also the journey of understanding that you can't change anyone because of going through the journey where people tried to change me and I didn't like listening to people telling me what to do. Yeah. And, and then I realized, well, I don't want to try and change anyone because I don't like people trying to change me. But I know that this connection with nature will help people if they choose it. So I was like, how do I create something where I can where I continue to give people the complete free will to make a choice? And I, I also started to understand the power of people changing themselves. It's, it's like so much more powerful than if you persuade someone to do it. And, um, and then so I was just, yeah, this journey of creating, creating a space with other beautiful, like-minded people, like-hearted people who were... Uh, on a journey of of uh, keeping that connection to nature alive, also keeping the connection to themselves and their own well-being and their body and all the different parts of themselves alive as well. Weaving in with those beautiful magical beings and those creations and then just going into a public space, into a public park, and then offering that as a as a beautiful offering for free to anyone who chooses to come through and experience that. Le- leaving Leaving that beautiful the ball in their court just to come through and have some yummy kai that we've gathered through these sustainable ways of living and be exposed to these sustainable ways of healing that are more connected than uh, going to your pharmacy and getting some pills and stuff. So that was, um, yeah, that was where that journey started. And, 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 and that was amazing. I mean, when you started that journey, it was something, you know, I, I think you had a certain persistence. You didn't have that much people in the beginning Yet I remember coming to your event at, uh, well, correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember coming to the one that was in um, Tauranga, Tauranga. Yeah. Ago, right? Yeah, brother. Yeah. And there was maybe 300 people. You know? Yeah. Many people, right? Something mm. like that. And it's it was just incredible. like Because I'm sure that throughout this journey, you had many moments that you felt... You know, like it's not working or things going against it and it's hard and how I'm going to do that and fears. And I'm sure, I'm sure. Maybe you can share that a bit. Maybe not, actually. What, what was your journey that? Okay, you had the intention, you had the understanding, but then to make it real, that's a whole of another journey by itself. Yeah, action. Talk. 
action. Oh, how was that? How was that for you? <laughs> um, I I felt supported in my in my um, actions. I felt supported from a um, from uh, from an unseen force from a from a guidance that was that I, I within myself knew was real through my journeys and in, in the spirit realm through my astral projecting um, and and I felt very supported when going through this journey at the start you could even call it God if you wish it's like you know it's just a universal consciousness it's a, it was just a source consciousness what and did, I remember did you literally hear it physically or what was the guidance uh, I had this um, moment where I had this powerful visualization and Um, where when I was first the idea was being born and my purpose was being realized where I had this visualization where I if you can imagine um, I was standing there just on a on a on a clear pathway heading out into the abyss into nowhere and there was a person standing next to me a shape of a person But that shape of the person represents represented the universe and so if you can imagine that person is filled with stars it's filled with galaxies wow it's filled with beautiful colors well, th- that, th- that was it. a dream or something no, this that was, you saw? yeah this is something uh, this is a visualization journey that I had just just one moment when I was asking questions to myself like where am I going what am I doing and this vision came about And wow. me and this me and the I will, I will call it the universe but if you can imagine we're both uh, figures like a human we're both human figures and the universe this human universe puts its hand out and offers me to to, to grab its hand it offers me to to hold its hand and I and in that moment I put my hand out and I grab its hand and it looks at me and we both walk together and that was the That was a uh, that was a start of a journey where I knew that from that vision I just had so much support from a force or from a from a from an aspect of the universe that was beyond what I could even understand I don't even know <laughs> but it helped it helped when pursuing or when continuing to walk this path through all the challenges um, yeah wow yes brother this beautiful visualization that the universe I was hand in hand with the universe walking alongside wow. it. not separate from it not inside of it but with it wow I have yeah. so many questions on wow it's beautiful and uh, yeah. do you think that we all have that ability to connect like that with something bigger than us or the universal nature or God or whatever you want to call it absolutely brother absolutely a beautiful thing that you can um, You can reaffirm with yourself is that you cannot be in this universe without being of it without what sorry you cannot exist in this universe without being of it exactly you cannot be in in this in the universe in space exactly. on the planet without being of it in some exactly. way exactly exactly and so that that that's a beautiful just a, like a another reminder. way of, yeah, yeah reminder of how connected we actually are to to the universe yeah Wow, so I think I'm really taking something from what you said that in order to do something big or pursue something that we feel that is you know our mission or or something that is bigger than us and we need support and and we need support from a higher source as well as as something happened to you and 
the truth is that we anyway supported by that. You know, like, as you said, we are part of that. We are part of the universe anyway. Like, whatever we mm. inhale, the trees exhale. Whatever mm. we exhale, they are mm. inhaling. Whatever mm. food we are eating, then it comes back mm. to the ground, then it grows again. Yeah. Then, you know, like, that's anyway yeah. the truth. It's just to bring our awareness and really use that focus and attention and intention and everything you shared mm. just before to remind ourselves that this energy universe god whatever is anyway part of us every time mm. every second every moment. every every moment yeah. wow yeah absolutely and and another thing too brother is that it will show up in, in many different forms in your in your mm. path along the path like yeah. um, to to if you see them as we call them like tohu or signs or synchronicities yeah. And if you start to if you start to walk a path observing and also acknowledging and honoring your, the synchronicities that are happening in your reality, then yeah, that's a magical journey because that you're saying to the universe, I see you, I yeah. honor you, I acknowledge you, yeah. and I stand and I stand with you and I accept you as a part of this journey, as a part of my life path in this journey. Yeah. That's what so you say to it. Synchronicities you... happen, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. When you... They happen all the time, but when we start to pay attention. Actually, yeah. you know what? Maybe that's the number one tip we can give to people that Ooh. haven't experienced something beyond the physical is to pay attention yeah. to those synchronicities because they happen. Yes. Yeah, that's you know, you a great start, start. Right? Yes, I mean, you go probably. somewhere and then suddenly you have a talk and this friend that came yes. with this friend yes. is the person you've seen yes. five years ago yes. and you just thought about them yesterday and that happens yep. all yep. the time. Mm -hmm. And I think there is, you know, have you read the book, The Celestine Prophecy? No, I haven't. Yeah, so the, it's a, I really recommend that. And it's, it's, yep. a, it's a very famous book that just speaks about you know spiritual laws and, and and it's like an ancient text that was lost and now it was found and mm -hmm. there is certain laws there that that kind of explain the universe. it's a it's a thrill it's not like a doco kind of story but has lots of truth and beautiful wisdom weaved in mm -hmm. the stories so the i think the first or the second principle of the the celestine prophecy is uh, is those synchronicities and following them. And that's the way mm. of the universe to speak to you. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. We went deep. So true, yeah, <laughs> we did. More. Oh, it's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. That's very inspiring. That's mm. very inspiring. Yeah. And now you finish with that. It's like a three-year project was creating space. Yeah, four years, four, five years. And you finished yep. now. You did. The, you finished your goal at least of what you yes. wanted to do with this project. Yes, brother. So the ultimate vision was to have, was to create space in twelve locations around Aotearoa, and then um, have all twelve locations creating space on the same day. So just uh, tapping into our potential as a collective and synchronizing with each other, because there's true. There truly is power in uh, collective intention setting. When we and it's, it comes back to that whole pinpoint focus of your uh, focus energy attention and your intention if we can do that as a collective we can make massive shifts instantly because wow. we are we, we really are co-creating the reality that we're experiencing right now all together 
through um, through reaffirming with each other the ideas and all the things that have been given to us throughout our journey. That's amazing yeah. what you said. You know, I had the... Um, yeah, it's like when, when, when so many people hold something together yeah. as a... As an emotion as an intention yeah. it kind of made it real already it's mm. it's, it's almost physical and yeah. I'll, give, I'll give you an example that, mm. that that was just it hit me that that little insight mm. uh, a few days ago have you watched the the it's a, a very old kind of cartoon of dreamworks called the the prince of egypt have you watched that one no i don't think i am it's a um, like it's it's a cartoon movie of DreamWorks and it speaks about all the story of uh, the Hebrews and how Moses uh-huh. was uh, saving them in the Bible and everything, you know. Uh-huh. Now, um, I'm coming from Israel and I'm Jewish, so that is my ancestor. So I watched this uh-huh. movie and I grew up with this story and every year we celebrate that and, you know, I, I know yeah. this story. And after, I remember just seeing that movie recently and I was thinking to myself, you know, what if this story was real? What if everything that was written there was real? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, you know what? It, it's even if it was not real, it's now it's real because for over 5,000 years, yeah. 4,000 years, whatever, you know, the, the Hebrew people, the Jewish people, whatever you want to call it, like those ancestors were keeping telling that story thinking wow. about that, celebrating that. Yes, yes. You know, wow. Believing fully <laughs> in that story that it happened and everything yeah. was like that. Which, whether it happened or not, it, it already did. It, did. it already yes. happened, you know, like yes. it, it, it made it real. That kind of landed on mm. me. Like when, for example, the a, an example that we can see in our days that can really make sense around it is money. Money is not mm. doesn't have a value. It's just a piece of paper, mm. right? But but that's we right. believe we believe that's that right. this piece of paper that's written fifty dollars <laughs> is worth fifty dollars, yeah, and the green right. paper that is fifty dollars it's more than our fifty dollars, the US dollar. Yes, and, yes. You know, it's yeah, just that's right. A belief. It's not a real thing because we that's all right. hold it together and agree on that. It makes that's it right. real. That's real energy. It really moves it. stuff in life. That's right, brother. That's exactly right. That's a great example too. Mm. What a beautiful example. Mm. Wow, yeah. we are on the go, man. <laughs> yeah, my brother. <laughs> we are oh, on the go. It's been beautiful. Wow. Yeah, what a beautiful corridor, my brother. Yes, Thank brother. You. Yeah. Wow. What else can I what else do you want to share? Um did we left any un, unresolved corner? Have we jumped from a uh, subject to subject? Oh, I have a question to you actually. After yeah. doing creating space in Aotearoa, do you have uh, mm. any desire to do it outside of the country? Yeah, great question, brother. It's already been organized. So really? um yeah, so I've been invited to go over to uh, Australia and um, some beautiful whanau over there are keen to uh, create that space with that intention in Melbourne. So I'm oh. going over I'm going over in July. They're flying me over. I'm, yeah, just so privileged and grateful to go over and support them. We're going to um, drop in for a, 
for a big meeting and 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 talk about what the core values are and our intention for doing so and and um and the template and all that sort of stuff and I'm probably going to go kai gathering and all that sort of stuff so yeah it's happening brother Australia wow yep absolutely yep. amazing yeah. yeah that's wow. good yeah beautiful and so also the the mantra we have the, our mantra we are the nation that will come yes. together yes yeah has, yeah has now been uh has now evolved to we are the nations that will come together okay <laughs> yeah so it's expanded <laughs> now we are the nations yeah i love yeah. that yes. i love that son mm. wow yeah wow what an inspiring human being you are honestly Oh, walking the talk walking the talk Ooh, still doing the, the still doing the mahi too oh yeah man the deep mahi oh yeah, yeah. man yeah and um, that's that's what make it so real and so inspiring as well you know that mm. you you're not just um uh how would i say imagine it and it's all in your head and you have all those beautiful intention oh you 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 initiate you want to do something yeah. go ahead and do it you're not gonna wait for someone else to do it and I think we can all learn from that a lot don't wait for life guys don't wait for anyone create that's that's true brother and uh and a a philosophy or a thing that that I've learned as well is that if your intention is pure if you're coming from a pure place pure intention find out what pure intention means to you first and 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 have a warning on that but if if you're if you're moving from a place of pure intention then you don't need to seek permission to to action whatever you want to just go for it just go for it just do it yeah, yeah. brother just go for it and that was a that's actually something else that I'll speak into as well um because throughout the creating space journey over those last four years that was That was the whole journey of COVID as well. And all of this, this experience where people were having to stay separate, be, um, be in their own homes, be quarantined, this big rush to, uh, to separate everyone all happened throughout this journey of creating space. And when that was one of the challenges that, that I'm faced when organizing, creating space and when following through with this vision and uh, a big, a big part of me knew that, Uh, there was nothing that was going to persuade uh, the the shifting of of the the original intention for this for this co-papa for this mission of creating space so we I, I still organized creating space gatherings throughout the whole COVID journey and I never um, I never followed the 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 Bible of create uh, of covid and rules and regulations that came with all of this other sort of carry on it was crazy and wow, so we it was crazy and so we still managed to um, create space out of pure intention out of love and and the most important time when we needed to be coming together yeah and the most important time when this the space that we were creating was of so much medicine for people mm-hmm. to remind them that that love is the most powerful force in you it's just powerful. That's and, powerful. And what, what, so, so in that moment of challenge, what kept you going? Was it coming back to that understanding that the universe got your back? Or what, what was keeping you going? Yes, brother. And it was also, it was also uh, an understanding that it was, it was a form of graduation for myself. 
and fully anchoring and fully trust, just like what we talked about, the pendulum and, and, um, and realizing that in, in our greatest, in my greatest uh, moment of, of uh, graduation or evolution or, or growth comes equal resistance. Mm. Comes equal resistance. And so it's through that resistance that you get an opportunity to say, yes, I choose this version of myself. Yes, I fully choose this, or oh, maybe, and then, then, and then at the end of the day, it's love and fear. It's love and it's fear. And wow. and do you feed fear? Do you feed fear, or do you feed love? And fully loving and honoring your, the path that you've chosen, the choices you've made, accept everything that you've you've directed upon. And that I love moment, that. that's the the universe gives it to you. It gives you those opportunities. I love that. You know, it really reminds me one of the talks that I had with one of my clients that also throughout their journey, they they faced a similar thing. You know, they were really going and pursuing something that they really wanted. And then they felt like this clash, this wall from life. And it's exactly that. It's like, I feel like life tests us. They say, mm. oh, you think you changed? You think you're strong now? Oh, okay, mm. let's, let's try mm. to push it a bit. Let's see if you can mm-hmm. take it. Did you really change or do you just mm-hmm. think that you change? Is it just in your mind or you actually want how badly you want that, you know? That's right. That's and I, right. I, I, remember, I remember about you that when I went to the creating space in Auckland, that was exactly when all the mandates started to hit yes. really powerfully. We were all there, and then the police came. Yeah, the police that's right. Came to the event, mm-hmm. although we didn't do anything wrong. But you know, they came, and yeah, I remember, like, I remember this moment seeing you going there, speaking with them so mm-hmm. peacefully, so much with love, not with trying to create a fight. You were no. coming respectfully and gently. That's right. Yeah. And like magic, they were just couldn't resist yes. that love. Brother, they just absolutely. said, enjoy, guys. That's right, brother. That's yeah. it. And this was That's that right. moment for you, you know? Like, it's like, are you going to keep choosing love right now? Or are you going to mm. go with hate and fear? What you That's... Are you really a messenger of love or not? Yeah. That's right. That was that uh, in front of us, in front of everyone's mm. eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That, was, that, was, that was a powerful moment, brother. And, Definitely. Um, thank you for reminding me about that because that was that was um that was a graduation phase and um just recently before that was the protests down in um wellington Wellington. so yes so so when we created space in auckland there was not only the the covid the madness that was going on but also the 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 level of alertness through the protests that the police and all that stuff was going on wow true and so Yeah, so they came with that energy. They came with this really, uh, really, um, that kind of energy. They came with that energy, like something's going on. We need to make or stop it or whatever. And we were, we were, we, like at that time, I think the guys were only supposed to be around 50 people. Um, There was other restrictions that weren't allowed to be. Um, And they said to me, they were like, Hey, you know you're only allowed to have fifty people and blah 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 blah. And I said yes. I said I, I yep, yeah, okay, brother, I understand that. And the way that um, the way that I understood my my purpose in that moment was to speak to them 
to the aspect of them that wasn't the role that they are playing. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as they put the uniform on, as soon as they put the hat on, they they embody a role. And that it's their duty as that role. But beneath that, hey, brother, beneath the hat, beneath the, the clothes and all the uniform, beneath the mask, is that beautiful, beautiful light, is that beautiful person, is that beautiful father, is that beautiful son, is that beautiful mother, is that beautiful brother, is that person who has a family, is that person who's been through his own journey. And so understanding that that's the person I want to talk to and speaking to that beautiful person who still has that connection to themselves. Um, really, really, really helped uh, the situation and helped them understand that we were there of pure intention. There was no, there was no combative uh, energy about us. We were just there to share our medicine. And that was a beautiful moment. Wow. Gave them a hug too. Gave them a hug at the end. Yeah. And they said they let us go. They just said, yeah. yes. It was yeah. so kind of natural and easy. I don't know. I remember seeing it from the side. It was so casual. Yeah. The way you, you came to the... And, and you know what? What you just said now, I think it's a key to interact with every single person that you meet in your life. It's it right. comes back again to that identification that we are making, you know, like also for us, we see a policeman, we see our boss, we see whatever, you know, like we, 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 we already assume something. We already identify them with something. We see a man, we see a woman, we see, name it. But if we can see through that, you know, like we all just... All of us just want to love and feel loved and feel respected. Mm. Yes, That's it. absolutely. And there's wow. there's a part there's a part in all of us that is all the same. Yeah, there's a there's a part within each and every one of us that is the same thing that we all possess. There's there's a part in us that's the same thing, and that's a beautiful part to relate to another person by. Exactly. I think we need much more of that on this life. <laughs> To relate yeah. to one another beyond, like the exactly from where we are similar, from where we are similar. Oh, wow! Yeah, I feel like we should finish with that <laughs> final note, which was just incredible and really inspiring. How do you feel about that? I'm happy with that, my brother. Wow. Okay, yeah. so let's Cheers. give it up for Ra, the brother Ra. Thank you. No, maybe. Maybe I'll have coming to the podcast mm. and sharing your wisdom and having such such a great chat, man. I really missed you. It was so good yeah. to 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 just hear you and yeah. Thank beautiful, you. beautiful. And guys, if you like the podcast, please follow us and rate us. And I would be very happy to hear any of your comments, anything you want to share, any insights or feedback that you might have to say about um, everything that we that we're doing here everything that we spoke about this episode and other episodes um yeah i'm gonna leave uh, the details of the brother in the comments and you're more than welcome to contact me um for any questions you might have i don't know if the Actually, I said I'm going to leave your details. Do you want your details down in the comments for people? Yeah. Sweet ass. Sweet ass. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Awesome.
Okay, guys, thank you so okay. much. We send you many blessings. Much love. Much love. Mary Aruha. Mary Aruha.